What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice, Trackstar Sports MMA Correspondent, bringing you the MMA main card. I know it's not MMA, but hey, when you're just a day away from the best boxing match scheduled for the year, I gotta talk about it. Undefeated Triple G, except for the fight they gave him against Daniel Jacobs, takes on Canelo Alvarez for middleweight supremacy. As the lineal king, Ring Magazine lists Canelo as a champion, while Triple G has all the belts. So much has happened in MMA over the past week. Gabriel Gonzaga and Cyborg got boxing licenses. Holly Holm is being rumored to box Katie Taylor. Cyborg and Holm are rumored to fight each other at UFC 219. Ronda Rousey has been rumored to be entering the WWE as she showed up at the May Young Challenge. DJ and Ray Boyd got rebooked for UFC 216. That's major. That card needed a bump. McGregor's coach wants to see the trilogy fight with Nate Diaz next. And secretly, we all do. Nick Newell ended his retirement and will be fighting with LFA. Pettis and Poirier were named the headliners for UFC Fight Night 120 in Norfolk, Virginia. And JT Money's redemption story seems to have hit another hurdle with a possible USADA violation. Speaking of USADA violations, the biggest news of all isn't really news. I think Dana White's time spent promoting the money fight has opened up a new line of business for him. Like Floyd's infamous club in Vegas, Dana White is now in the stripping business. For the third time in two years, he stripped John Jones of his UFC title. His recent victory over Daniel Cormier was changed to a no contest and Cormier was restored as the UFC light heavyweight champion. When DC started addressing the media about a week or so after the fight, he said that he felt like one day he would fight Jones again, even after losing to him twice, and the last time in devastating fashion. Well, DC's looking really prophetic about now. But with a potential four-year ban staring John Jones in the face, this fight probably won't happen anytime soon, if at all. I can see the title for this 30 for 30 now. Bad to the bones. By the way, you're welcome ESPN. I'll be looking for that check. Hurricane Irma impacts UFC Fight Night 116. That's right. 116. Yeah. Hurricane Irma is impacting it as Tiago Alves pulled out of the fight against Platinum Mike Perry. Unable to leave Florida, where he lives and trains, Alves was forced to pull out. Filling in for him on short notice is the double-digit fight-winning streak king of the cage lightweight champion, Alex Reyes. The stoppage machine out of Hollywood, California will compete at welterweight for this matchup. Now, that's a smart decision, especially seeing as he accepted this fight on just three days' notice. 
Speaking of stepping up into the big leagues, Paul Felder will provide play-by-play analysis for UFC Fight Night 116. The Irish Dragon was impressive this summer on Dana White's Contender Series. With the departure of Brian Stan, the UFC is in need of more on-air talent, and this is the perfect opportunity for Felder. UFC Fight Night 116 is this Saturday and pits the largest favorite on the card, former UFC middleweight champion Luke Rockhold, against two-division WSOF king David Branch. Branch had a lackluster fight in his reintroduction to the UFC. He promises to put everything on the line in this fight against Demi Lovato's boyfriend. Speaking of Rockhold, this is the first fight since losing his championship to Michael Bisping over a year ago. The co-main event for this fight and also the Voices Marquee matchup for the main card is former Bellator champion Hector Lombard, who's favored over Anthony Smith. I picked this one just because the heat is building between the two of them on this fight. Lombard said, my wife doesn't even know who he is. Why would that matter? Because his wife is former UFC strawweight title challenger and current Bellator flyweight Valerie Trouble Letourneau. Gregor Gillespie is favored in his lightweight matchup against Jason Gonzalez. Sergio, Sergio Moraes fights the favored Nigerian nightmare Kamaru Usman at 170 pounds. And Justin Ledet is favored over Azuna Anyawu. Yeah, I knew I was going to mess up that last name, but hey. Uh, I gave it the good old college try. Now the voices marquee matchup on the undercard is Uriah Hall versus Christoph Jocko. Hall is a phenomenal striker who should have an exciting showing over Jocko. Last time Bellator was scheduled to be in San Jose, the main event was pulled within hours of opening as Matt Mitrione was too ill to compete. It was a major blow for the community as they were looking forward to Fedor's first fight in the U.S. since his retirement. The San Jose faithful will get a little piece of Fedor to take home with them, though, if they attend this fight. Because the first 5,000 attendees to Bellator 183 will get a bobblehead of the last emperor in the glorious sweater of absolute victory. By the way, some great fights are going to take place on this card as well. Henderson is going to take on Patricky Pitbull. That's right. Benson Henderson is looking to take out his second Pitbull brother. Lorenz Larkin and Paul Daly are going to fight. How did this one get past me? But we'll talk about these more next week. To keep up with all things Trackstar Sports, like the Trackstar Sports Facebook page, Join in the discussion on the Debate Fuel Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Debate Fuel. New content is released every day, except Sunday, on anchor.fm forward slash Trackstar Sports. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple or Google Play. Until next time. 
It's your man, The Voice, sounding off with the MMA main card.